0: Most people are doing what they're doing simply because everyone else is doing it. And of course, by doing that, they're getting the results that most other people are getting, which is not happiness, success, and living a truly fulfilling life. And if you really think about this, if people were telling you what to do, and they themselves were doing it, if they weren't getting good results in their life from doing it, wouldn't you question it? Hi, I'm Liam Naden, and welcome to my podcast, Let Yourself Off The Hook. As someone who has studied success for decades, I have found the formula for achieving your dreams and goals, and it's all to do with how you use your brain. Each week on my show, I will provide you with the tools, resources, and expertise to utilize your brain to its ultimate potential, and remove the barriers to your success. And as you will discover, true success in every area of your life only comes when you let yourself off the hook. Success killer number two, watching the news. In the last episode, we talked about success killer number one, which is worrying about the future. And I talked about how one of the major sources of worry was taking notice of all of the doom and gloom predictions of experts. All those predictions that seem to fill the media on a constant basis. And we came to the conclusion that the experts are virtually always wrong, that the prediction of the catastrophes about to befall us all, they never happen. And the reason for that is based on the laws of physics that govern our natural world. So a major way to stop the success killer of worrying about the future is to stop listening to the experts and their predictions. And of course, that means to stop watching the news. But there are a number of other reasons why actually watching the news is not a good idea. Why it doesn't help you, and in fact, why it's holding you back, literally, from living the happy and fulfilling life that you really want. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Look, hang on, Liam, what on earth are you talking about? Of course, you have to watch the news. You have to stay informed. You have to know what's really going on in the world. You can't just shut yourself off, live in a bubble, and deny reality. That's being irresponsible. That's selfish. And if you do that, you're not going to be prepared for what might happen to you in the future. Well, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, or if you know anything about my work, you'll know that one of my core principles is that you can only find true success and you can only find the truth when you challenge assumptions. Your assumptions and the assumptions of other people. Because when you do, when you do just a little bit of research, a little bit of thinking it soon becomes clear that what most people think is true and what to do to create success in life is simply not true. And as I've said before, most people are doing what they're doing simply because everyone else is doing it. And of course, by doing that, they're getting the results that most other people are getting, which is not happiness, success, and living a truly fulfilling life. And if you really think about this, if people were telling you what to do, and they themselves were doing it, if they weren't getting good results in their life from doing it, wouldn't you question it? I mean, imagine this, and this is a bit of a silly example, but imagine if you arrive in a small town, and everybody there is jumping off a high cliff. And most of them are getting injured, and some are even dying. And they say to you, come join us, be a part of us. Be a part of our group, let's do this together. Now, what would you think? Now, I know it's a silly example, but I think you get the point. But sadly, this is what most people are doing with their lives. They're just doing things that don't work because everyone else is doing them. And because they don't know what to do instead. What will really make a difference to their life? So the truth is, if you want happiness, fulfillment, success in your life, you're going to have to do something different to what everyone else is doing. Because everyone else, or most other people, are not experiencing true joy and happiness in their life. And that's not to be heartless or uncaring about other people. It's just the truth. And if you really care about the welfare of others, the best thing you can do is lead by example. Show them a different path. Show them a way that they can truly become happy and fulfilled in their life. And show them by your results. So in saying all of this, maybe there's something in this idea of not watching the news. I mean, everyone else is doing it, but everyone else is suffering from a lack of success. So maybe there's a connection between watching the news and lack of success. Well, it turns out there is a connection, and that's what we're going to explore. You know, personally, I haven't watched the mainstream news for more than a decade, and the funny thing is... At about the same time as when I stopped watching the news, that's when my life started turning around dramatically and for the better. Okay, so let's look at this idea of not watching the news, of how watching the news is a success killer. Now, one of the objections that people throw at me when I suggest this is what I've just mentioned earlier, which is, I have to know what's going on in the world so that I'm prepared that leads to the first reason why watching the news is not a good idea and in fact is really a waste of your time and that is because a lot of what you see as the news simply isn't true or more specifically how do you know that it's true are you sure that what you're watching that you're being told the truth you don't know do you you're just assuming that it's true but you're not really watching what is actually happening, you're watching what somebody has chosen to show you about what is happening. It's never the complete story and it can't be. It can only be someone's interpretation of what they think is happening. So you have to ask yourself, is this the complete picture? Well it can't be and if it can't be then it can't be the full truth. You know I learned this a bit when I started to travel a lot and sometimes I'd go to a place, and and people would say to me before I went there, and if I told them that's where I was going, they'd say, "Don't go there. That's dangerous. You don't want to go there." And sometimes after I'd been somewhere, and pe- people would say to me, "Oh, you didn't go there, did you? That's isn't that a really dangerous place?" But in fact, the funny thing is, I don't think I've ever been to a really dangerous place. Now I haven't. I've never been to a war zone, and I'm sure there are dangerous places that exist out there. But wherever I've been, most of the time, in fact all of the time, what I've seen is what I see anywhere else in the world, which is people getting on with their lives, interacting, being happy, enjoying life. I don't see drama and conflict and and aggression. a completely different experience by being somewhere than the perception that other people would have about what that place was like who hadn't been there. And what was closer to the truth? My experience. You know, throughout history, so much of what has been reported to be the truth simply hasn't been the truth. And that's for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's just a genuine mistake on the part of the reporter or the the news organisation. You know, an example of this that I found was in November 1948, the Chicago Tribune newspaper published its early edition with the headline, Dewey defeats Truman in the election. And the newspaper had been produced before all the votes had been counted, and their headline was really a projection based on the data they had as who they thought would win the election. And it showed that, that Dewey, who was Truman's opponent, it showed that he'd won, or he was likely to win. However, it turned out to be a mistake. Turned out, as they counted more votes, it became clear that Truman had actually won. Another interesting mistake that I found from the news was in 1981, CNN reported that a man had received a heart transplant from a baboon. And they found out later that it was a mistake, that it wasn't another living heart at all. It was actually an artificial heart. And the man who received it died quite a few days later. But everyone was excited at the thought, wow, a living heart from another animal has been transplanted into a human. But it wasn't true. Another thing that can happen is that people don't hear the news properly and something can become interpreted as the truth when it's not. A famous example of this happened in 1938 and there was a radio broadcast in which Orson Welles gave what appeared to be news of a Martian invasion of New Jersey. Now it was actually a radio adaptation of the novel War of the Worlds by HG Wells. But many people missed the introduction to the broadcast when they were saying that it was just an adaptation of a novel and it wasn't true. People missed that and they thought it was true and it created huge panic and confusion because people thought the world really was being invaded by Martians. So it's so easy for a misunderstanding to make a fiction appear like it's the truth. And of course, very often, not telling the truth is actually intentional. And I know some people are going to think, oh, is he getting into conspiracy theories here? But if you really think about it, if you had the ability to get people to do what you wanted to do, such as vote for you or buy your product or even fight your war, wouldn't you be tempted to tell them what you thought they needed to know rather than to tell them something that might turn them against you? Wouldn't you just be tempted to bend the truth a little, or maybe a lot, if it was in your best interests? Well, you might not be tempted, but countless people throughout history have been. And in fact, knowledge and information has always been controlled for the benefit of the people pulling the levers. For instance, with war, throughout history, people have been told during a war, that they're the good guys and that the others are the bad guys, the enemy are the bad guys. I mean, it's obviously not necessarily the truth because the people on the other side, they're being told that they're the good guys and that you're the bad guys. But of course, what it does is it helps the people leading the fight to keeping their people on side with them so that they continue to fight the war. If you go back to the time of the Crusades, that started around the 11th century, I mean, these were holy wars, quote-unquote, between the Christians and the Muslims. And there were countless proclamations and declarations by popes and kings about the truth of how terrible the Muslims were and of all of the bad things that they were doing to the Christians. It was a battle between good, us, and evil, them. You no know, Pope Urban II, he kicked off the First Crusade in 1095. And the way he did that, or a major part of the way he did that, the way he got support, was to make the Muslims appear to be these horrible, terrible people. He even said of them, they are an accursed race, a race utterly alienated from God. And they have invaded the lands of those Christians and have depopulated them by pillage and fire. And there were all sorts of reports of atrocities that were supposedly carried out by the bad guys that were simply not true. Or at least there was no way of knowing whether they were true or not. You know, this idea of we're the good guys and the enemy are the bad guys, this has been a feature of war, of every war, before and since. And it's also called, of course, propaganda. You know, even in 1917, The U.S. Senator Hiram Johnson, he was talking about World War I, and he said the first casualty of war is the truth. Now you might think, well, in this day and age, with technology, well, it's a lot easier to find and show the truth and a lot harder to manipulate and censor it. But that's not really true. There are plenty of examples from our time of things that have been conveyed as the truth that turned out not to be. For instance, in 2003, the US and UK governments both claimed that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction and it used it as a justification to invade the country. And it later turned out that it was completely untrue, that they didn't have weapons of mass destruction at all. It was all made up, but it was a justification to have the war. OK, so now you're thinking, all right, Liam, I get it. I get that a lot of what I'm getting from the news isn't true. Maybe even most of it. But I still want to find out what's going on in the world. How can I do that if I don't watch the news? Well, if you really do want to get an idea of of what things are like going on in the world, and personally, I think there are a lot more interesting things that you could spend your time enjoying or learning about, things that will actually benefit you. But if you really do want to learn some news then at the very least, you should choose a news source that's actually independent. Now, they might still make mistakes. There still might be misunderstandings. And they still won't know the big picture. A lot of what they say will be based on their interpretation of the facts. But if they're independent, and they're not trying to sell you anything or influence you in any way, if their motivation seems to be about uncovering the truth, for the sake of knowing the truth, then chances are that you're going to get enough information on which to create some sort of informed decision yourself. It's the best you can do. Now these sources aren't that difficult to find, but you do need to look for them, and you're probably not going to find them when you switch off the TV in the evening. You're more likely to find them on the internet. Now I know this is going to arouse some controversy and people are going to say you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm probably going to get messages of people accusing me of that, whatever that is. But really this is exactly the point that I'm making. You're never going to find the truth when it's reported to you by someone else. And I think that really highlights the fact that trying to find truth by watching the news is really a waste of time and energy. But aside from this fact, aside from the fact that the news won't tell you the truth, can't tell you the truth, by its very nature, there's another reason, a more important reason, why if you really want to create a great life, you should avoid watching the news. And this is a more fundamental reason, and it's to do with how you operate and function biologically as a human being. And it's because of how the news makes you feel. Because isn't it true that most of the, what we call the news, doesn't it make you feel bad? Afraid, worried, stressed, anxious, not good. And this very simple state of feeling bad has a very profound effect on your brain. It's an effect that ensures that you stay stuck in your life. And if you've listened to any previous episodes, you'll know what this is. You'll know why this is. Because feeling bad shuts down the part of your brain called the creative brain, the part that contains all of your resources for a great life, including your imagination, your inspiration, your motivation, your problem-solving ability, your higher awareness. When you feel stress, fear, worry and anxiety, that part of your brain can't operate effectively because instead what you've activated Is a different part of your brain called your survival fight-or-flight brain. Now this part has very little awareness. It doesn't know what's best for you in the long term. It doesn't know what's best for you in your overall life. It can't solve problems for you. It can't show you the right things to do. It's not designed for that. All it can do is keep you stuck in a reactive state and the trigger For you to shut down this creative part of your brain and activate your limited survival fight or flight brain is bad feelings when you feel fear, anxiety and worry. They all activate this part of your brain and shut down your creative brain. So this is the most fundamental reason why you don't want to watch the news. In fact, why you don't want to do anything that doesn't make you feel good. Because when you don't feel good, You activate this limited part of your brain, your survival, fight-or-flight brain, and you shut down the resourceful part of your brain, your creative brain. So the next time you find yourself reaching to switch on the news and find out what's been going on, ask yourself, is watching this going to help me or harm me? Is it going to make me feel bad and therefore shut down my creative brain? And with it, all of those wonderful resources that are going to help me to be the best that I can be? Is it going to help me, switching on the news, is it going to help me to move my life forward in a meaningful way? Now, you have to be really honest with yourself here when you ask these questions. Because there's no point in trying to fool yourself and just say, well, I'll just watch this one news item. It won't make me feel bad. Honest. But I'm curious, and then I won't watch any more, I promise. Well, that's what people do when they're trying to break a bad habit. They go into denial. And they say, I'll just eat that one small piece of cake. And then I'll get back on the diet. That won't do me any harm, that just, just that one small piece. But you know that it does do you harm. That you haven't really broken the old bad habit. And if you really want to achieve true success in your life, If you really want to express your full potential, you're going to have to change your habits. And I mean really change them. And you're going to have to put the effort in to change those habits. Not just say that you will or that you are. And you're going to have to go against the grain. You're going to have to create habits that are the opposite to the habits that most people have. And part of that means you're going to have to be prepared to no longer fit in with the way most other people are doing things. And one of those habits is watching the news. The news isn't the truth. You've got no way of knowing whether it is or not. It's usually not that relevant to you and it affects the natural functioning of your brain, shutting off your creative resources. So it really doesn't make any sense to watch it, does it? And don't worry, If there really is something in the news that you need to know, you'll find out about it very quickly from all of the other people who are glued to watching it every night. And sure, you're not going to be a part of those negative conversations in the pub or in the office. You're going to feel a bit left out because you're doing something different to what everyone else is doing. But the good news is it won't be long before you find other people to have better conversations with you'll find other people who, like you, are committed to following their heart, to letting go of their fears, and to experiencing the thrill and satisfaction of living a life where they feel that they're being the best that they can be. This is what letting yourself off the hook is all about. So come join me and let's change the world. Not by watching the news, but by changing ourselves i